1: Rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps.
0: We have a a special interview for you. It's the second time she's been on the show. Her name's Crystal Moselle. She's the director of a film that we covered in 2018 called Skate Kitchen. Uh, Skate Kitchen is now a spinoff series called Betty and it's on HBO. And the second season is coming out Friday, June 11th. And uh, it was just so great to see these ladies back on the screen. Um, I wasn't able to be a part of the interview back in 2018, but I love Skate Kitchen so much. It comes up kind of often, I would say in conversations. Uh, and just got to watch uh, season ones and season ones, season one and two um, in the last couple of days and and love seeing the same girls on screen and them kicking ass.
1: Yeah. And, and you're you're following these female skateboarders through the streets of New York and we love New York also. Yeah. And so just everything about it, you just fall in love with that
0: world. I want to visit. Makes me want to visit New York so badly. I want to hang out with them. I want to go. I want to go skating, quote unquote, under the bridge. Um,
1: Yeah, they teach classes, right? Um, Nina, in real life, like you know, invites whoever wants to come, and she'll teach you. But yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if I can hang. But well, not with your
0: knee currently. (laughs) Uh
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but just super excited to have HBO pick it up because it just it just elevates it so much more, you know, it was already great. And now it's like, it's just like being picked up by HBO just gave so much more potential for greatness for these stories.
0: I have a side note about Betty coming out. And when it did, I think the first season was last year. Um, and I remember my mom told me about it. She's like, hey, did you know there's this there's a show and it's about girl skaters and it's called Betty? I'm like, yeah, uh, there was a movie in 2018 called Skate Kitchen, and we actually had the whole cast on and the director. But my even my mom wow. uh, is into Betty. So okay. yeah, yeah, I just think, you know, having it on HBO, like you're saying, gives it a, a bigger platform for folks. And I hope it's reaching younger girls, too, and younger boys, because I mm-hmm. think it's really important. All the stories are so good. Yeah.
1: And I think I love that your mom was into it because it really taps into that part of us that. Was the tomboy that couldn't be you know i was a tomboy but i still couldn't i wasn't in this cool skateboarding circles and you know i didn't see anyone like myself doing any of those things so it just like taps into that part of us that that we we never got to fully uh actualize you know? right
0: right we are now but uh it's a little different <laughs> yeah yeah in a different way and we get to highlight
1: these things these stories now which is great and yeah, but like our the future generations won't have to live in a world like that. So, yeah, because of well, these hopefully, girls, so. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, they're kicking ass. And Crystal Moselle is uh, kicking ass and she's actually a homegrown director as well. So that's that's pretty rad, I would say. Um, so enjoy our interview with Crystal Moselle and uh, watch Betty on HBO starting on June 11th.
1: Thank you so much for being here, Crystal. Thank you so much yeah and and we're so excited to just have these ladies back on the screen yeah. because we didn't have enough the first time, and uh, I wanted to kind of get into how HBO approached you to do this they They sought you out you weren't you weren't
2: particularly looking to continue this story with them yeah, I mean, they hit me up. Larry, my agent, he brought Amy Gravitt to see the film. just asked if I wanted to develop the the show and yeah, it's like it's such a rich world with so many stories and so many beautiful ways to tell stories that all need to be told right now. And they're just like a group of young women who are like completely changing the way that uh, um, skateboarding um, is in, I, I don't want to say the industry, because it's more the world, because I think that there's kind of this new point of view of skateboarding that it's not about being the best. It's not about, you know, being in a contest. It's just about your style and and what you're bringing to it and how you're having fun with it. You know, it's a lot connected to Instagram and TikTok, but uh, that's, that's the world that we started to explore and it's just grown so much since we've been doing it.
0: Yeah. And, um, after seeing skate kitchen and now watching Betty, it's, it's so important that you kept the original cast in there. Can you talk about keeping that consistency? And also I love seeing, I love seeing them grow up.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that I just chose the right girls, I guess. (laughs) It's really wild because, you know, when I, um, first came across them I just kind of said hey like you know let's have a hang out in the park with some young skateboard friends that you think would be good for this short film and all of these girls showed up and that's who showed up and that's who we're working with it's a wild it's a wild thing and you know they've all learned how to act none of them had ever acted before in their lives and now they're like they take it seriously and You know, they're actors now. I wouldn't say they're first timers anymore. They're actually actors.
1: Yeah, and it's such a precious time in their lives for you to be documenting, like the late teens, early adulthood, like I would love to watch them forever, but, you know, it's just such a small pocket of time when they're all still kind of free and there's this sort of innocence to it all and purity that you're filming, that's not gonna last forever. So it's just like capture it while you can, you know, don't stop until, you know, they're out of this, this age where everything changes.
2: Yeah, there's this magical time. I feel like it's like 17 to 19 that is really just like explorative and naive and um, but very special that I love to capture.
0: hmm well, I I'm always um speaking of capture, captured by the music choices of Ugh. every episode. And I <laughs> I'm the one that's sitting here like, "Oh my god, I have to get my Shazam out." And I Shazam like every song. Yes,
1: me completely. too. Oh, Thank of you. Course.
0: Yes. <laughs> of course. Yes. I was
1: Shazamming my ass off. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I have a whole list of Shazams from Betty, but can you can you talk about your music uh supervisor and and the choices that they
2: make? Yeah. I mean, it's such a collaborative effort. I always like have a bunch of songs that I put aside and then the girls have a bunch of songs and then our editors are so good with music. And then Stephanie just, you know, Stephanie Diaz-Metos, she really, you know, just fills in the blanks and really understands the world. And it's, yeah, it's really fun. I mean, I love music. My dad's a musician. I'm so particular and, there's always the songs that I think are really special that I want. I'm trying to find where they'll fit in the show. I love it. It's so beautiful. There's actually a Spotify playlist, if anyone's interested,
1: a Benny <laughs> Spotify playlist <laughs> that course. I have also downloaded. So anyway, yeah, um, I, I feel like, you know, with, with season two, you're meeting these girls and you're kind of being brought into their world. But with season two, you really dove into a lot more social commentary. You know, there's touching on me too, you know, the struggles of black owned businesses and things like that. So um, can you talk about your decision to include these bigger stories? And and was that kind of a, a concept you'd been playing with for the series anyway, or did it just come about because of the times?
2: I mean, with Skate Kitchen, like there was a moment where they were talking about their moments of being harassed when they were on the subway train. And that was before me too happened. So it was just kind of, I think it was just like, we hit the zeitgeist that way where we were wanting to have these conversations before, you know, things started happening in the world to like expose things. Um, So I don't know, I think it's just, I think it's a perfect time for women to speak up and not feel afraid.
0: We've been actually pretty lucky enough to talk to some directors at this time who have been filming through the pandemic. Um, Can you talk about, that, that huge, up uh, or that huge, uh, take on filming during a pandemic and also in New York. It was crazy
2: filming during the pandemic. is was like, I mean, you're completely confined in this space and you're ahead, <laughs> right? Like everything, so many things over your face and your face is like really, it's, it was hard at first to be creative because I felt so uncomfortable and there's also a lot of fear because you're really just like kind of living on the edge and, and just hoping that everything will be okay. Um, But um, you know, we got it done. (laughs) I I was thinking like for the skate sequences, was it easier because the
1: streets were kind of emptier or (laughs) did that not matter? It was just always hard to capture that those
2: really beautiful skate sequences. Yeah, no, it's, it wasn't any different it was kind of after all of like, I mean, there's still like people, I mean, I feel like there was like a good like month where like everything was dead, but this was like way after that. Oh,
0: not as yeah. easy as we we imagined it was. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we were, we're running out of time,
1: but I did want to touch on a Kurt who's my favorite character. <laughs> um, and I just, I want to be her friend in real life, but you know, season two, she just, becomes just so much greater. She goes on this quest, you know, and has, you know, sort of playbook on how to treat women and, you know, I don't want to get into it too much, but I want to know how much of that was like her actual playbook. Like how much input did she have in uh, these lessons that she was teaching? No, the, I mean, that
2: was like a group of writers. Up okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would believe that she would have come up with that too, just because she's so I mean, like she charismatic. Yeah. and well,
2: yeah. Like I've, you know, I've, I've heard her schoolboys before and kind of have like a little entourage of young men that are, Doing what she needs to be done I guess but um, <laughs> yeah I think it was like kind of like this it was inspired by the by, by season one by the scene where they do mushrooms and like <laughs> she's oh, <yeah. laughs> like let's yeah. take the next level
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's 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 just it's such a fun watch and we're so happy that it was turned into a series and that hbo picked it up because it just gives you so much more room to to play you know if you will and um just really happy to have you back on crystal thank you so much and and we're super excited for the world to get to see season two and enjoy it oh awesome thanks for having me